Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at StartThinkingForwardInc.com. How are you doing? I'm right now recording live in the Thinking Forward University, Start Thinking Forward studio. This is the first time that we're doing it, uh, so you actually guys get to see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, for those out there, some of you guys are like, okay, I want to stream live. Look, guys, this is going to be posted on YouTube. So by next week, hopefully we'll have this technology thing worked out, and then we'll most likely have a Google Hangout. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about real quick is going to be the quote of the day. Um, our, our message today is second quarter living with the motivational king. All right, so what are we talking about? Um, I, I have a video um, out early this week that I put out. It was addressing a lot of different things, um, uh, dealing with, you know, today is April 1st. Don't be an April fool. Now, for those who may not have seen that video yet, you'll be getting it real soon on our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and all those other social outlets that we here at Start Thinking Forward is a part of. So the, the most critical part is that you don't want to be an April fool, all right? What does that mean? Meaning that 90 days is last, okay? That means it's the first quarter. Meaning out of 365 days, if you break that down, there's three months each quarter. So you got January, February, March is now April. Where are you at with the beginning of the year? 2015. Some of them, we may have said that we were going to do some things, then we let it go, whatever the case may be. Where are you at right now? So now we're having that little intervention. We're having a locker room session where now the team, which is us, now we're taking what we call a time out. Now we're not scoreboard checking. Not every two seconds we're looking at the scoreboard. You know, you dribble, you make a shot, look at the scoreboard, look at the scoreboard. That's not what you want to do. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is taking a strong evaluation. The first quarter has lapsed. Yes, I'm rolling up my sleeves right now. So I'm rolling up my sleeves, and we're about to get into it, baby. We're about to do some, some stuff tonight. We're going to talk. We're going to dive deep into it. All right? So the first quote of the day is by Henry Ford. Everyone knows who Henry Ford is, but this is what he says. He says, life is a series of experiences, each one of which makes us bigger, even though sometimes it is hard to realize this, for the world was built to develop character, and we must learn that setbacks and grievances 
which we endure help us march onward. What does that mean? Meaning that when you when you face with obstacles and setbacks, what what does it do? Number one, it makes us what uncomfortable. When we're uncomfortable, that's when innovation comes. A lot of people just want to be comfortable. So when hard times come, when you're faced with certain situations, hey, I'm raising my hand here because guess what? I've been faced with a lot of tough situations, and I'm gonna tell you what it did. It made me push forward. It made me keep on pushing no matter what because I didn't. I already had the vision. I made that vision plain and clear as day is that that's what I want to do. I mandated it. I put down my tent. I, I put that flag down. I, this is where I'm pitching my tent. I'm not going anywhere else. This is what I'm saying. So what happens when you do that type, when you, when you start thinking that way? What happens when you start thinking that way and our verse didn't come, you said, man, I'm not moving no matter what. You know, things start lining up. You're like, you know what? No matter what challenges we put on this guy or girl, he or she just won't give up. It just won't give up. So what happens is that it starts building character. And you say, you know what? No matter what comes my way, I'm still going to keep, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor, baby. Huh? So I'm a survivor. You can't, you, 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 you cannot get in that mode where you're just operating out of a, a loser field and you're operating out of someday island. Some, someday I'm going to get it done. Someday is not a day on a calendar, okay? So when those adversities come, understand that it's character building. It's going to build your character. Now, look, tonight I'm not about, and I want to make sure I have clarification. I want everyone to understand when I say, you know, and everyone, you know, the self-proclaimed name or the motivational king. It's our guy. I'm not here just to motivate you, okay? Uh, you, we, we can throw that to a corner, put that somewhere, let it, let it die. Put it in the grave, never to be exhumed. Because I'm not here to just motivate you. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a, just a, a motivational speaker. Now, understand that my words may inspire you to greatness and may motivate you, but that's just scratching the surface. I'm just not here to motivate you. Just imagine if, if I don't give you anything of substance, no type of education, no type of understanding of what I'm talking about, what did I just do? And, and basically, you're still operating in the same type of space you were in before. I just motivated you, but you're not going to do anything. What? It's, it's like motivating a dummy or an idiot. Now you got a motivated dummy. You got a motivated idiot. That person still is at the same level, but they're so excited. Oh, yeah, man. I'm about to knock it out the door. I'm so excited. I don't know nothing. I'm, I'm, woo, woo, I'm ready to move. So you have to understand that motivation alone does not get it. And that's what we talk about with Star Thing for University is, you know, and part of that passion, purpose, uh, uh, mindset academy where, where we're actually coming up with sound doctrine and showing you systematically how to change your mindset and how to change the way you think and change your behavior. The real meat of the situation. It's not about just, whoa, I'm on fire and I spent all this crazy amount of money to see some guy that I never see again and I'm real close to him so when he farts, I can smell it. You know, it has to be more than that. You know, so what? You're close to someone you can smell their cologne or their perfume, but what are you getting from it? That's that's the key to it. You can go to you can read every book, you can go to every seminar, every lecture. You can be the first one up front, but if you're not understanding and getting anything of substance, if it's not building your character, if it's not changing the way you think, then you just read another book. You just took another seminar. It doesn't mean anything. It's not a substance, and that's what we have to learn is that we have to be able to get something of substance. So the second quote I want to read from you is by Colin Powell. And this is what Colin Powell says. You're having setbacks or not. The role of a leader is to always display a winning attitude. Now, look, check this out, guys. What do I mean by having a winning attitude? Now, understand that having a winning attitude is always, I can always say this, uh, you know, with ease that it's easier said than done. It's hard to have a positive attitude when all hell is breaking loose. You're losing people. You know, people's family members are dying. You're faced with all types of situations. You're having financial crisis. Your family's falling apart. Your kids acting crazy. All this craziness happening, and then you still got to come up with a winning attitude. Oh, I'm just so happy. You know, my, my baby just brought my back the other day. I'm just so happy. Oh, man. Well, you're not. You're going through you're going through trials, you're going through tribulations, but most times what we do, we put on a nice little smile. Everything is great. Oh yeah, I just found that I'm sick. You know, 
all types of sometimes we have to be real. We have to set back and just be real with ourselves and say, you know what, I'm going through a crisis right now. I recognize that I'm going through a crisis. And it's okay because life offers crisis, and that's what's supposed to happen. So it's not a matter of how things uh, come to me, but it's a matter of how I handle what comes to me. So now I'm not going to put on the front as if everything's okay, but I'm going to still have a winning attitude to understand that no matter what, at the end I know for a fact, undoubtedly, that I'm going to win. But right now I'm going through a trying time. But guess what? I'm not going to let my circumstance dictate my purpose. I'm not going to let my circumstance dictate my future. Now, that's, that's real. Now, but it think like that, to rationalize like that. Now, you might be saying to yourself right now, what type of person? How do, you, how do you become that type of person? One, you become that type of person, first of all, by having the right mindset. Well, how do you have the right mindset? Is engulfing yourself in an environment that's conducive for growth. Does that mean that you have to read books? Yes, because there's knowledge that you just can't get from a video or an audio. There's different perspectives all around the world that people have written. You know, I think about the, uh, uh, the, the Library of Congress. They have every book known to man pretty much in this, in this Library of Congress. Why? Why is it so important to have this information? Because they want to have a perspective, whether, whether it's national, international. What kind of, we all try to look for the answers, you know, well, the answers are I'm going to solve this problem. Albert Einstein said this, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but he basically said that my thinking got me to where I'm at right now, to the problem that I'm at. So if my thinking got me here, how is my thinking going to get me out of it? And if my thinking does get me out of it, how long am I going to actually be able to stay out of it? So you got to ask yourself that question. So sometimes we have to get help. And that help doesn't mean you have to go putting everyone in your business, but you got to get different ideas. Okay, this, uh, the, the, the Motivational King radio show is a different idea. I present different, different perspectives uh, about different issues. Um, some people might say, yeah, man, that's, that's mind-blowing. Why come one of them say, ah, that's crazy talk? But it's just an idea. You know, unlocking that combination off that I talked about in the earlier video. You know, you may have just one number that you need, and that's one more idea. So I'm expressing to you another idea that can challenge you to take your life to the next level. That's it. That's it. It's up to you to do your own research, do your own decision, reading books, making sure that you're associating yourself with the right people. That's what helps you have the mindset. So just imagine if you have a person, let's say that this person uh, is, is enrolled in the Passion Purpose Mindset Academy. Okay, now they're, they're getting, um, they got a workbook that they're working on every week. They're, they're engulfing themselves in video. They may be reading, becoming who you should be despite who you are, uh, the Think Forward Approach to Purpose and Fulfillment. They're reading that book from cover to cover. Uh, they're tuning in to our private calls that we have for, both for members only that's a part of that academy. They're tuning in. They're getting all this information. So now they think, you know what, I got to take it to another level. I'm, I'm getting fired up. But right now I got to think, what am I doing? So I'm associating myself. I'm making sure I'm, I'm getting into Facebook. I'm making sure I'm going into that private forum that's, that's there. I'm interacting with other people that's a part of this doggone program. I'm also connecting with people in my community, getting, a, getting the right association with people that want the same things out of life that I want. So even when the bad days come, I can still endure. So that's not faking the funk. That's real talk. That's being real about your situation. But even though you might be going through a bad situation, you're doing the right thing. What I have found is that most times a lot of us are doing the right things at the wrong time. And some of us are doing the right things at the right time but in the wrong people. So just think about it. Like, it's so many variables to why you may not be successful. So now we're 90 days into 2015. You may not even realize now part of the front and center that you say, look, we're nine days in. What did you say in January 1st that you were going to do that you have done? Hmm, interesting. So how many points have you lost in the first quarter? How many points did you give up to the other side? How many interceptions did you give to the other team because you weren't committed to doing what you're supposed to do? You're not committed to carrying on. All right? So we talk about the quote for the day. And like I said, we're, we're sitting live right now from the start thinking forward. Studios, first time.
time ever. We're we're streaming, so guess what? Guys, you'll be able to see this on YouTube um, in probably a couple of hours uh, following this video. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about, um, you know, we're having a lot of session. We're talking about uh, taking this time out. We're not talking about uh, scoreboard checking, but we're talking about how, how do we create, how do, how do we know where we're at and where we're going. Okay, so now it's our time to take an evaluation and really be honest with ourselves and look, this is where I'm at. This is where I thought I would be, but I'm not there. So what do I need to do to get on track? Now, for some people, that might be an easy answer. For other people, that may not come so easy. So you're not you're trying to evaluate exactly what's going on and what is your priorities, how you want to handle the situation you're in. Now, there's so many people on the call. I don't know what everyone's situation is. You know, today's the first, so this is something I talked about earlier. You know, today's the first, so someone will be going through an issue where from January to now, they've been struggling every single month figuring out how they're going to pay their bills, how they're going to pay their rent or their mortgage, figure out how they're going to pay your utility bills, and they've been struggling with that forever. So, you know, whatever the case, whatever that struggle is, you know, we, you know, I don't know specifically what your struggle is, but I know that if you're tuning in to us right now, that you want some type of change, okay? But if you want change, then something has to change. Now, my brother was uh, coasting with me a couple of months ago, and he mentioned something there. He, he, he said that nothing changes if nothing changes. So you can't expect change but be unwilling to change yourself. So if you're getting a certain set of results and you're figuring out, okay, there's only been so much time in a day. I got 24 hours in a day. 24 hours is equalizing. I talked about that in other videos. 24 hours is equalizing. Everyone, okay, who you are, multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, whoever you are, oh, uh, Warren Buffett, Tony Rock, I don't care who you are, end of the day, we all have so when 12 or 1 hit, you have another 24 hours to take your life to a whole nother level. We're all equal on that standpoint. We there's, there's no one that no matter how much money they have, they have 26 hours a day. Everyone has 24 hours. What are you doing with your 24 hours? So you look at your life, you say, hey, this is where I'm at right now. It's, it's April 1st, 2015. This is where I'm at. I'm, I'm nowhere near where I, where I thought I was going to be. Things didn't work my way. Raising my hand, things did not work my way. But guess what? It's second So am I going to just say, well, I, I lost the first quarter, so I'm just going to say, oh, me, oh, my, I was sick. I was in the hospital. I didn't have any money. I had to step back. No one supported me. Oh, my God, I'm in this pity party of my life. Who, I mean, who wants to hear that sad story? So what? That stuff also happened to you because that's life. What did I say before? I, I said in life, you know, it's not really meant for you to understand why things happen. I, I, I saw a quote recently, and I don't want to misquote it, but it says something to the effect of, you know, don't be so quick to, to get things back in your life that left. If they left, if it's a person, if it's a thing, or whatever it is, if it left your life, don't be so quick to try to get it back. You know, sometimes people and things leave your life for a reason. Sometimes, you know, and I know this for a fact, people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And you can spend your whole life getting upset with people because people don't do the things you want to do. Let me tell you something. I spent so much time um, as a state of so many nights because I was upset with people because of what they didn't do or I, what I felt they should have done and they didn't do. Let me tell you something. Those people that you're worried about, they're stupid at night. And you're trying to figure out, well, why is my life, why, why, why is my situation not changing? Because you're still dwelling on dead things. You, you're looking for the living amongst the dead. You want life into your life. You want you want brand new, but you're going to the graveyard looking for it. You're looking for past pains and, and hurt, and now you're thinking, well, why why can't I ever get ahead? Why why is this not working out? Because now we're in the second quarter, so you can't talk. We we can evaluate the first quarter and say, this is what went wrong. This is what we need to improve on. Let's move forward. But we can't dwell in the first quarter because it's over with. It's the past. The only thing that we can say is not, it's not a, it's not even a setback. It's not even a failure that we're not where we're at in the first quarter. In the second quarter, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. Think about that, guys. 
it's a freaking lesson. What did you learn from it? That is what differentiates successful and unsuccessful people is that when things happen to them, well, the unsuccessful person, when things happen to them, oh, man, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm so, oh, my God, everyone else is falling, nah. you know, they make excuses, but they don't learn anything from it. If, if something bad happens to you or, or a setback, what did you learn? What, what is the lesson that you learned from it? Because if you learn the lesson, if you really master it, and you learn that lesson, guess what? What happens to you never happens to you again. Now, that doesn't mean, and I also operate in it. I know I'm diving a little bit more deeper, but I didn't go as far as forgiveness. Oh, man, that, that's a whole nother level. Is You know, sometimes I, I've heard people say, you know, hey, I forgive you, but I won't forget. Did you truly forgive that person? It's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. And if you, if you think about it like this, you, can't, you cannot say you forgive somebody, oh, I won't forgive. Those are things that stop you from having those 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 quarter livings and, and being able to move forward in life because it's always going to come holding you back. Well, I'm upset because, you know, so-and-so didn't do this for me or so-and-so didn't do that or they should have been there. And it, so what? You got to let those things go. You got to move forward in life. So if you know for a fact someone did you wrong, you can get upset about it and you can act some way towards them and that really doesn't solve anything. Or you can just say, you know what, I forgive you and just forget about it. And, and, and nine of ten, if there are anybody of substance, if they knew they were wrong, they're going to make it right. But there's no reason for you to dwell on what you cannot change because it, always look at it like this. The problem is always within you because you always can change you, but you can't change other people. So if you look at it from that perspective and say, you know what, the reason this situation happened is my fault because I allowed X, Y, Z to occur. But if you say, well, no, 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 it's, 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 it's not my fault. It's their fault. So in order for your situation to change, they have to change. What if they never change? And that's what we're talking about. It's the second quarter. So if you're still carrying baggage in 2014 or you're carrying this, this some people you just can't get along with. Just, just go and admit that. Some personalities just don't match up with each other. Okay? So, you know, at one point in time it could be, you know, one, eight, four, two. Then the next minute you're like, is not seeing things eye to eye. That's life. So sometimes, it, you know, you have to just let things be. Sometimes it's okay to let things be broken for a while, and, and then you can move forward. But you got to have that sense of forgiveness. And that is what we're talking about in the second quarter living. Those, there are things that are holding us back. There are pains like, okay, I needed money for my life bill um, in the first quarter, and no one gave me the money. You know, oh, man, I'm upset. They suck. I'm not going to talk to them for five months. And what if they die three months into it? And what happened? Oh, man, I, I shouldn't have done that. It wasn't that serious. You know, it wasn't that serious. I, I shouldn't have acted that way. So you got to start thinking about something like, what are you holding on to that's holding you back? What is it that's stopping you from actually succeeding because you want to hold rights and grudges against people, okay? Those things are only temporary setbacks. If you, if you truly know yourself, and how you know yourself is really to take time. And, and like I said, we're not just scratching the surface, we're diving deep. How, how do you really get to know yourself? And that's an interesting question. Like, you know, how do you get to know yourself? How much time are you taking out to really meditate and to think? You know, we're always in a come, go, go, come world. Everything's come, go, go, come, microwave, beep, beep, beep. We're always operating that type of, that type of, when's the last time you went in a corner or somewhere and just really meditate where no one's around? Well, you really just get to really know you when you come into focus. Uh, what mantras are you using? You know, mantras are basically, what are you saying in the morning to yourself? Because I don't care, and I'll give you an example of this. Um, it's a person that, like, someone came to me uh, the other week. You know, I don't want to call them any names. But someone came to me the other week and said, Brandon, I really need to lose some weight, okay? I really need to lose some weight, and I need to figure out how to lose some weight. But, you know, I know that once I get in the gym, I start working, I'm going to lose weight. But, you know, I come from a family that's real big boned. You know, I already know that I'm a big bonus person. That's, that's what I do. That, that's how I am. So I stopped and I thought about that person. I'm like, hmm. Saying that you're willing to exercise, you're willing to lose weight, but you're saying that you come from a family of big bonus people. So basically what you're saying is that I'm going to make a decision to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work it out. But at the end of the day, I already know I'm going to be fat again. Think about that. That's what you think of yourself because that's what you're saying. I come from a big bone. People, so what you expect of yourself is ultimately what you're going to become. Think about that. If you think about, if you say I'm going to stop smoking, 
I'm making the decision. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to take action. Do what I have to do to stop smoking. But I come from a family of smokers. So I already know. So basically you're saying that if you return back to smoking, it's expect, you're expecting yourself to come back to smoking because it's what you expect yourself ultimately what you're going to become. So if your expectations of yourself are low, most likely you're going to meet your goals. You're going to meet those expectations. But if your expectations of yourself are high and they're, and they're, and they're in regards to something that's positive about yourself, you're going to meet those expectations. So we have to be careful how we set our expectations. And, and what I think a big mistake in the first quarter is that we set expectations that were either too low or didn't even matter to us. So, you know, because statistically it says that people that make New Year's resolutions, you know, within two, there's a, oh, my God. I want to say there's like zero point something percent of people that actually try. So I made a resolution, but I just may have wrote it down, most likely not. I may have told someone, and they don't care because they're not keeping theirs anyway. So you're not having any type of accountability because the people that you're around have the time are the same thing. They operate the same way you are. Think about that. We always say birds better flock together. That's reality. Not to pretend the way you act or the way you are is how your friends are. People, people that like the certain, like the same thing, have tendency of gravitating to each other. So if you got people that don't like to commit to their goals and their plans and their ambitions in life, I'm just saying that's you. People don't, people don't gravitate to people that like you. Now that's not saying that. And I'm not saying that to be mean. And that's not that's not saying uh, that to down someone. But we have to accept the truth. And sometimes we inadvertently do those things. We are attracted to people that are just like us. And, you know, so it's like whether it's relationship, whether it's business, whatever partner you attract, sorry to say, and I speak for a hand on this one, is that depends how you are. It's how you are. And it may take time for it to come out, but nine times of the ten, it's how you are. And that's what you attract. It's the same thing. Specifically, they did a Harvard study on this, and they said that if you are, let's say, a person, one person is 100%, okay, crazy dynamic. Even if the partners live two different locations, that one of the two, one of them is going to adopt the other person's way of looking. Either the bigger person is going to adopt the, low, the littler person's physique or the smaller physique is going to adopt the bigger. Even if they're two households, two different households in a whole other state. Because it's just the association that you have. It's the association that you have. So it's like, well, if, if I'm going to exercise, I'm going to find a way to get you to exercise. Hey, come with me, baby. Let, let, let's go to the gym. Okay, I'll go. And you get motivated to do it. And eventually, a person heavier set comes with like or other way around. Well, I used to work out, but maybe doesn't work out. So I kind of that. But somebody's going to adopt someone's philosophy. Someone's going to adopt. So that's what the association comes in. So that's how you dig, you dive deep into that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's just that it's a universal truth. Easier said than done, guys. I'm not saying that this is easy. I, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm not implying that it's easy by any means or measure. But what I am saying is it's possible you overcome a lot of your self-esteem behavior, a lot of your non-income-producing behavior. And the first thing about, the first way that you accomplish that is by evaluating what you're doing, why you do what you do, and then getting the help and diving deep. Because, I mean, everyone has issues, uh, whether it's a failed relationship, uh, past experience of death, whatever it is, there's certain issues that make you act a certain way or make you feel enrolled because of what you've experienced. And I talked about that in a previous video. If you looked at it, when I talk about the, the past, the present, future, and how those things play, like how your present, if your present starts looking like your past, you start looking for similarities, what happens then? You start thinking, well, my future's going to be the same with my past. I'm just going to give up. I'm going to stop hoping. I'm going to stop dreaming. And that is what destroys a lot of people. Okay? Quality versus quantity. Okay? And what are we talking about when we talk about that? Um, and it goes back to what we talked about in the previous video when we talked about, you know, big things versus little things. 2015, first quarter, mostly everybody was going after the big. Oh, 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 I'm going to hit it. I'm going to get it big. 
I'm going to get it. I'm going to die. And then when the first couple of weeks it didn't happen, gave up. The tried too big. Now, I'm not saying limited. I, I'm definitely not saying limited. I'm not saying limited. But I'm saying be realistic. You have to be realistic. And and that's one of the things that hold us back. That's one of the things that held me back. Because sometimes you get, you know, you put the, 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 the cart before the horse or how that thing goes, the, the horse before the buggy, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying. And basically what happens is that you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. It's the opposite direction. Like you have to have a, a, a way of lining things up that's going to make sense. So if you're if you're concentrating on the big things um, and you've not even come to little things, how can you talk to big things? The big things is a lot more energy. The big things is a lot more work. What are the little things you do? Are you saying your mantras? I know everything that I need is within me. Everything that I need is within me. Everything that I need is within me. I am a success and I add value. I am a success, and I add value. Are those the things that you're saying to your free day? Are those the mantras that you're telling yourself? Are you taking the time to really get to know yourself, to be quiet for a second, and just meditate and think, and listen to some smooth, tranquil music that's going to put you in a different space where you're away from the world. Nothing can come in that bubble. And you're able to manifest new ideas, new inspiration. You've got to know that you've been put on this earth for more than just a business and get by. I hope if you haven't heard anything that I've said tonight. I hope, I hope you understand that you will put me on this earth for more than just to pay your bills and to get by. You, your work for are you truly, are you falling into sync with what everyone else is willing to accept? Or are you falling into sync with what you really want in life? I'm most people don't know what to See, I have this unwavering thing about me where I know exactly what I want. And I know how many people I want to help. And nothing wavers me from that. Nothing. Uh, poverty won't wave me from it. You know, divorce won't wave me from it. It won't wave me from it. And so they put me in a box. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And that's my connection with you is that I, I'm operating my public. Nothing's going to understand. I got to keep going. I know nothing else. There's not, a, there's not an option number two on this table. There's not an option number two. When you're really operating in what you're supposed to do, there's no other option. You don't even consider quitting. Well, I mean, a lot of sometimes too. But <laughs> it gets hard. It gets hard. I mean, that's being honest. Uh, you you got to be human. People, people accept human. People accept you being down to earth and, and being easy to talk to and say, you know what? Be honest with you. Sometimes it gets real difficult. It gets real hard. But you've got to know you're always going to win as long as you keep fighting. We always, it's, it's like you reap what you sow. We, we talk about the other, you reap what you sow. But we're sowing seeds stay long enough to finish the harvest comes. So sometimes the harvest doesn't move as fast. You know, there's times where farmers plant seeds and it's just a bad season. Seeds never come, but then they quit farming because they had a bad year. Maybe they had a bad two years. This is farmers had bad five years. And if you look at the story of Nelson Mandela, he was sowing seeds. He was sowing so many seeds, he inspired thousands and millions of people all across the world. He changed people's thoughts and ideas. He always was sowing seeds. But he got in prison. They lost the most it took 26 to 7 years later his harvest came. What if when he was in prison he committed suicide? He couldn't deal with it over. What if he took his life? What if he stopped believing? What if he changed his ideas while he was in prison? Guess what? They were looking at him. They, they told him. They made offers. If you change your political views, we'll let you go. Just change what you said. Just take it back. Change refute what you said. He wouldn't do it. He believed that his harvest going to come. And when he got out, woo, baby, he reached a hell of a harvest. What are you willing to do to reach your harvest? Some of us not even, if you think about it, if it was a crime for you to go after your purpose and to know what your purpose is, to, to go after it, you know, 
what they what they have enough evidence on you for you to be convicted. Some of us, will, oh man, we'll be innocent. What what would you be? I mean, sir, I'm guilty. I'm so guilty. I have people call me, oh man, you you selfish. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm selfish. I love helping people by any means necessary. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. And if and if it was a crime to find out your passion, your purpose, or have stuff on you to, to show that you know your passion, your purpose, oh man, your boy's doing a life sentence. I'm doing a life sentence. I'm doing a life sentence for my passion and my purpose. I'm doing. A, I'm gonna be found guilty. Go ahead and put some money on my canteen now, okay? Go ahead and put some money on my canteen now because I'm guilty as charged. But how many of us can say that? How many of us can say that we're, we're working that hard or we even got a glimpse of it? Some of us, when it comes to our purpose, our passion, what is it we want to do? We hide it. We're scared that other people ridicule us and say, well, it's not enough enough significance. Let me tell you something. What's, not, what's something that's not a significant to dying with what you want to be or what you want to become about? That's what's not. That, that, that's intimate. When you take it to the grave with you, that's insignificant. You can't take that back. Who wants to be laying in their bed thinking about, I wish I had, I should have. Oh, man, let me tell you something. If I die, I'm 30 years old. If I die today or tomorrow, I'll miss everyone. Two will. But I would die with a smile on my face knowing that I tried. And I gave it my all. Even when times got difficult, I never shunned away from it. I never let the idea slip my mind for a second. Did I believe in myself that much? Did I believe in the ability that God has blessed for? I just believed it. I just never doubted myself. I may have gotten down. I may have been down for the call, but I've never been counted out. Never will. You ask yourself the same question. Is that where you're at in your life? Is that what you're willing to fight for? The true pride is not out in the world. It's not. The prize is not out in the world. The prize is within you. What is it that you that matters the most? It's not what the world wants. It's not about impressing other people. It's not about doing it for other people. You've got to do it for yourself. And you don't want to you don't want to wait to that time in your life where you no longer you're no longer strong enough and you're getting that proverbial last glass of water. And you take that last Get my water here. Take that last sip. And you say to yourself, man, I wish I tried this for the problem. I wonder what, what could have came I wish I dreamed a little more. I wish I had touched more people's lives just a little more. I wonder if my life matters. Did I, did I impact anyone? Did I truly make a difference? Or was I so selfish that I made every excuse in the book and not help anyone else? I was so afraid of my own greatness that I never shared it with anyone else. I shared it with people when it was convenient. That's what I told me I did it. When they were there, they presented a problem. I, I did it. But when I, well, if I had to be forced to do it more than that, oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't want to do that. I was too chicken. I was too chicken. And I'm going to be honest with me sometimes my mom, you know. Um, I was chicken proof. I was too chicken proof. But when it came to be, when it was right in front of me, I was going to do it. But if, I, if it involved me stepping out of my comfort zone and doing something, well, I did it on this level, it being man or woman that's doing another level, chicken proof. First quarter, you down. Things not working out the way you want. And you're still thinking that it's okay to settle in New York. That it's okay. What are you telling the world? Your greatness is not worth it. Then you tell other people, even when you have greatness within you, it's okay. Just let it let it slide. Take what you need great. It doesn't matter. And that's why you're figuring out, you're trying to figure out, why am I losing? Because you're not worried about the small things. You're too worried about the big things and how people are going to see. 
I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I make every excuse. I, I self sabotage myself not to get to it. I do. I, I do it. Whatever I got to do before I walk into my greatness to stick me out of my comfort zone. I'm not comfortable doing it. Small things, the small things, and the little things. You can do fifty, a hundred dollars a day. But those things, when you do the, when you do those things, and then when you fail, you know, well, at least I try. But when you consistent with the small things, the small things are what is what compounds over time. So if you do the small things long enough, I, I, I just I just believe that it's impossible. It's impossible to do something for four to five years and I'm telling you consistent with it and it don't pay off. I just don't believe that. Eh? There's nothing no one can tell me any different. Success leaves clues, success leaves secrets. And I'm telling you, if you haven't cracked open a book or you pretended like you read a book or you perpetrating like you like you're on top of it and you're not, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a, a makeshift shortcut. Let me tell you something. Cannot get ahead if you are not doing the right thing. There's no shortcut. Success doesn't leave secrets. But what are you willing to do to get to it? Are you willing are you uh, it just it's impossible for you to sow the seed and not get ahead. It's impossible. Most of us we start doing things for a couple of months. Let me tell you something. I've had people that ask this question. Man, it seems like you're doing so good and you've been so successful. Let me tell you something. I haven't even been a motivational speaker. I've not even been on this platform over a year. Not afraid to admit it. Not even a year yet. But when you decide that you want something so bad enough and you don't going to put your foot down any time going forward, I'm not going to stop me. They're not going to hold me back. They can hold you back. Nothing or no one can hold you back operating in a different type of space. And let me tell you something, when you operate on this, it's still going to be turbulent. There will be dark times. There will be times that are just a little bit darker than others that you still have to fight a little bit more. And it seems like sometimes you fight harder than other people that take the shortcuts themselves. That's cool. It's okay for them to have everything right now. It's okay for you to suffer and go through what you got to go through because at the end of the day, you're going to have something that 99.9% of people don't have. Literally. And the statistics show that to be true is like the people that's willing to 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 put to pay the price up front, to pay the price in advance. Those are the ones that are gonna they're gonna want to inherit the prize. There's a saying that says that if you were to take all the millionaires and all the money away from them and give it to this the everyday person out here, within a couple of months the same people that lost the millions of dollars will get it right back because they understand it's systematic. They have the formula. They have the blueprint. And it has to come not even smarter. That's the crazy thing in life is to know that someone is doing a lot better than you, that the world that you live in is sculpted by people that are not even that smart. Isn't that something? Isn't that something to, to, to really think about? That the world that you're living in, the, the, the setbacks that you're having, these are things that people that are doing a lot better than you have sculpted. It's not even better than you. It's not even brighter than you. You're the one facing the problem because you have not figured out how to properly align yourself. One of, one of my things that I say is, uh, and I quote in his own Facebook, that it's, it's peculiar to me that so many people are so busy losing that they can't find the time to get information to position them to win. I'm too busy. I'm working 20 hours a day. Let me tell you something. 24 hours a day, you're working 20 hours a day, on a salary job, and you say something's wrong with that, keep doing what you're doing. Because you got to read, at some point in time, you got to come to a realization like, you know what, I can do better. I deserve better. What do you expect from yourself? Do you expect to have better? If someone's using you like a dish rag four hours in a day, you're working 18, 20 hours a day consistently, not getting a break. What does that show? That, let me tell you something. That's somebody buying you wholesale and selling you retail. That's what someone thought. They're buying you wholesale and selling you retail. And you don't even, you don't even, I'm not, I'm not better than that. I'm not better than the $15, $20 they give me now. See, the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is, unsuccessful people think about their, about their time as, as money. Hey, well, you know, I work X amount of money. I work $20 an hour. If I work two hours, that's $40 an hour. Successful look at hmm, for the day. Do something one time and leverage and make 22. Let me tell you something. 
and I hope it doesn't say anything to me about it, but I, I've got to put it out there. Um, Tony Robbins, I was having an event this year that I want to have a real big event, and it just didn't work out because of finance. I did not know um, what some of the people in my industry get paid. Um, and I hope he, I know he probably, you know, he probably hit us because it screens and he, you know, his name, uh, key, key, keyword to it. So he might hear, or people might hear, but, you know, his assistant sent me an email for the event. I wanted him to speak for, for approximately 45 minutes to an hour. The email that I got back blew my mind. It blew my mind. Tony Robbins, for him to come to speak 45 minutes to an hour, not a breakout session, but 150,000 pounds. Now, some people are like, how did you make 150,000 pounds? Well, what he's done is that he figured out a way to level To see, some people think that, you know, time, time is money, time is money. I got to, you know, time is money. I got to make more money. I got to make And making more money is a problem. But you got to leverage the time you have. That's the one thing that we, no matter how much money you have, you don't have more time. We talked about earlier, 24 hours, that's all, he, that's all he has. But his 24 hours is a lot more valuable than your 24 hours. Why? Because he's leveraged, understand that it's a lot. He, he's figured out a way to bring value to the marketplace. If people are willing to pay him that type of money an hour, sleeping on his friend's couch, better than you. If you could find what it is that you were created to do and be able to drill down on that, you'd be surprised how much money you can make. And it's not about making the money. It's about the lives that you can transform by doing so. You may look around and see other people not doing, not, not doing what they're supposed to do with their money. But just imagine if you had money to be able to leverage and help other people in their lives, in their situation. Just imagine that for a second that you were able to do that. What, what would you do? I always think about it all the time. I'm like, how many lives do I think? And that's what and that we were talking about a little bit today about the Cam Cal Challenge. What exactly is that? Now, let me tell you something. I, I've been thinking about it, and sometimes God puts us in a situation that opens our eyes to certain things. He says, man, when I was going through a struggle, when I was going through my struggle, beginning of this year, they can't tell me the world is this whole. They can't tell me people just don't care. There ain't that much tough love in the world. And I just can't. What's up with this? I don't have, I, I never was brought up that way. I never have a cold heart. I don't care how much people, you know, can do something. I just can't have a cold heart. And when I look down, I, I see the pain and the suffering of people. And I, I'm like, man, I'm in a bad situation. But these people are in a bad situation. No one's doing it. It's okay. It's okay as long as it's not me. It's okay as long as I'm not my family. And in today's society, that's a problem. Now, I'm not saying you can save everyone and do everything and be everywhere at all times, but you can try as hard as you can to be that person, to be that organization. So what is CAMCAL? CAMCAL, the CAMCAL Challenge is what I call it. CAMCAL, C-A-M-C-A-L. Change a moment, change a life. Our tagline is challenging to make a difference. CAMCAL Challenge is something that I created um, because I, I want to show a lot more social responsibility. Um, and there's people out here that if you were just to take one moment and, and change that moment in their life, you would ultimately impact the rest of their life. And you come with this principle of paying it forward, okay? So the Cam Challenge, challenge and I don't want to get into details because we're going to be rolling out uh, a lot more information and, um, and, and get the thing, you know, properly, properly instrumented the way it's supposed to be done. But basically the concept of it is basically we're leaning on social responsibility of those of moderate to advanced uh, earning to pay it forward in a sense, to those that are less fortunate. And it's not just money. It's about changing people's lives and changing people's perspective. Because sometimes all it takes is you to do something for someone. It doesn't have to be about money. You just do something for somebody that ultimately changes their perspective. And, and, you know, it can be someone that just for over years and years uh, saw a particular race or a particular gender um, saw them in a negative way. And by someone taking an opportunity to do something, show an act of kindness to them, change the entire perspective forever. So that is the difference. That, that's challenging to make a difference, to, to, to really be responsible and say, you know what, I'm, if I have to be remembered for nothing else, 
Cam Kells will be one of the biggest things that I've ever done in my life. Um, it's bigger than a book, bigger than this radio show, because it's about peace. It's, it's about restoring hope where, where, where people believe that there is no hope to be restored. That's the biggest lie. We are short of hope. We have, we have cowards. We have people that's, that's afraid to go out and show that the, the, the blessing that they have, that they're too cowardly to go out and help other people to, to get hope. They're too busy. They work, they work five days a week. They're off on a weekend. They won't, they won't, they won't express hope to no one. To say it's possible to get out of a rush, I can help you. I can assist you. I'm tired. So, hey, guys. And, uh, you know, that's not holding anybody foot to the fire. Like, but that's my idea. It's my view. And I just decided that I, I'm putting my stake down, and I decided that I'm going to do something about it. Um, if you want to help, thank you. If not, sit back, cross your feet, relax, and keep looking. And that's what you always going to do for the rest of your life. When it puts you in the cast, feet going to be crossed. Hands behind your head. I'm just chilling, baby. I'm getting by. So, and, 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 and that's what some people look at. Well, I just can't do that. I just believe I have a, I have a responsibility to humanity. I have a responsibility uh, for those that uh, uh, follow me that I, I have to make a connection with you. I have to change your life because, you know, in the, in the great scheme of things, I, I'm not even supposed to be radio showing up on this platform. I could have been, been gone a long time ago. I've been in some of the worst situations ever. Um, if you go on Google and you look up uh, Operation Achilles Heels, one of the largest um, uh, coalition operations done in Afghanistan today, and I was a part of the operation, part of the first of the five-way parachute express. And, you know, when I tell you that uh, there were so many instances where I really thought I was going to die, um, that I wasn't going to come back. And I made a promise to myself. i never forget it. I was sitting near a truck, and I wrote some notes down. And I still have that notebook to this day. I said, Brandon, if you ever make it back home from this, that you're going to make a difference no matter what. Now, I understand that I didn't do that immediately when I got back. But I fell in love with that idea I had. I never lost it because I, at that time, I knew the importance of life, and I knew how quickly it could be taken away from me. No one could ever imagine what I see or what I experience or what any soldier uh, that goes over there, that goes in a combat situation, which you experience or what you've seen. And a salute goes up to all my brothers in the armed forces right now, because you understand specifically what I'm talking about. You understand, you know, there's no doubt that you understand more than anybody that made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, like people like Don Cleaver, that made the ultimate sacrifice. He gave the ultimate sacrifice. And I know for a fact I have a purpose in my life. And I found that purpose through this meeting, through this outlet, through this radio, through, through, through this live that live streaming right now, uh, through the videos that I make, through through everything that I do to inspire other people and try to inspire them to greatness, not just to motivate them, but to inspire them to greatness, see that they have the potential and see the possibilities in their lives. My purpose. My question to you, are you willing to die? Are you willing to put everything on the line for it? What I hate the most, and then I'm going to be honest, um, I love people chiming into uh, the radio show. I love it because I feel like I can connect with people. But if you're just chiming in to not do anything, don't listen. I need for you to listen because there's no difference than the person that has the information and, do, and does nothing with it than the person that don't have the information. So share with other people. You sit on it like a hen, like it's going to hatch one day. You know that this person just don't have it. So why 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 get wired up just to get a just to get a lick, like get a jump, just like a car. You trying to get you're trying to get a jump. When are you going to jump in? Stop trying to lean on just getting a jump. It's time for you to get running and stay running. Stop every every you know you get off, you get off the show and by another one an hour later you're back in the same slump. 
It didn't change. You get out of the mode. And you start running your engine and you start running after life like you never ran for before. You run for your purpose, your dreams, your aspirations in life like you've never done before. You get your engine started and you let it run. You let it run. Even when times get hard, even if you got to get idle for a second, it's okay. But as long as you never let that engine go off, you keep on moving forward. You keep on thinking forward. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. You got to keep yourself always in the game. You got to be always ready to fight and carry on the mission no matter what, no matter how hard it gets, guys, no matter how many setbacks you have, you're going to reap the harvest you stay in the fight. You're going to reap the harvest if you stay the motivational king. Don't believe me? Just watch. I love you, and I'll see you next Wednesday on the Motivational King Radio Show. your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing, there's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. 
and he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment, whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com.